0: Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Hey, Strong Roots, I'm so excited to be here with you. We are in our series of seven habits of the best version of yourself. And I'm here with Zachary, and I cannot wait to do this with you. We are talking about love. Love is such an important habit to have, not only as an effective person, but also as a Christian. So Zachary, I'm going to start it off by asking you, why is love such an important habit of an effective Christian?
1: Well, I think it's, it's such an important habit because when we truly love, we are showing people who Jesus is. And I remember, you know, before I became a Christian, I was at a Christian school and I remember the religion teacher said, Hey, Uh, if you do not know Jesus, then you don't truly know love. Mm. And I was like, in in that moment, I was like, that seems a little definitive, right? You know, that that seems like really bold to say that Buddhists don't know love or that atheists don't know love or, you know, anyone, uh, people who don't know Jesus don't know love. And I I think I sort of got a little offended in that moment, you know, just I wasn't a Christian. But I now on the other side of truly giving my life to Christ, uh, following Jesus with, you know, hopefully all that I am, Mm -hmm. you know, I can say though that like, aside from Christ, love is not really love, you know? Um, It's the love that I thought I had, the crushes that I thought I had, you know, those feelings of affection, those were all based on what someone else would give me or what I would gain from, you know, what I would gain from them in that relationship. But the amazing thing about Christian love, the love that Christ shows us, that God shows us through Jesus is that we can't earn it. Like we are sinful. We are totally depraved. We are, you know, the worst of the worst. But yet for some reason, God still chose to love us and give his life for us. And um, and not expecting anything back from us, like not even expecting us to believe in him. And I think that like, but giving us that opportunity too. Right. I think that is, that's the real definition of love. And I think that's where our world sort of gets it wrong. And when you realize that, when you have that realization that like, All the other love that I had was, was not even close to compared to the love that God has for me. Right. That's uh, like, that's the, that's the turning point for me where I realized, okay, I can turn from my sin. I can turn from who I used to be because this love is so much more than anything I ever expected it to be. And I think like now I can stand on the other side of becoming a Christian and say, if you do not know Jesus, then you do not truly know love. So, and you know, the, it's, it's a counterfeit love that the world gives. But Jesus truly gives, you know, actual unrequited, like, or not unrequited, uh, like, not reciprocated. Like, we don't have to reciprocate it back. He just gives it to us, not expecting us anything in return. So, yeah.
0: Question for you. Yeah, yeah. If you just offended somebody listening, like, that is offensive. Oh, yeah. How could you say that? What would you say to them? Like, what would you challenge them to do to discover that God's love is the only true
1: yeah, I, I was offended on that. Like That's I bad. was there. I was like, excuse me, that seems so definitive. It seems like so brash and so bold, you know, that, that somebody could say that if you do not know Jesus, you do not know love, right? Mm-hmm. Um But and I, I I was there. I was like, that is not real, right? I've experienced love before. But I would say to someone who is offended at that, then if if you have not, then you haven't really experienced Jesus' love, right? Mm-hmm. If you haven't experienced that love where Jesus loves you even in your worst, even in the most sin that you've ever done, even in your darkest day, in your when, when everyone else has turned away from you and your friends have given up on you, your family has given up on you, Jesus is still there. And he mm-hmm. is closer to you than your own breath. And he is there showing you the love that we do not deserve. Right. Um, I, I know, you know, a lot of people, they always say, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna love them from a distance, right? And mm. the thing is like, Jesus never loved us from a distance. Absolutely. He was always like up in our face. Like he was always showing us that love, always pouring it out on us, even though we don't deserve it. Right. And, and I think that's, if, if you are offended at that, I just want to ask, like, do you truly, like, have you truly trusted in Jesus? Have you truly experienced that love that is beyond our own fathoming, that is, is beyond our own even imagination?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. So Z. How do you give love even when you don't feel like it then?
1: That's good. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's always realizing like love, it's not a feeling, it's an action. You yes. know, it's not it's not something that I feel or something that I gain, but it's something that I do and something that I am or something that I, I want to be. I'm not perfect at it at, yes. at, at all. Um, I get frustrated. I, you know, um, get passive aggressive sometimes. I, you know, give, you know, like sarcastic remarks. Um, and and like, that's that, that's me on those days when I'm not feeling it, right? And, right. and um, I'm not perfect and I, I don't ever wanna be perfect, but I think how do I, the question was, um, how do I show that love even when I don't feel like it? I think I, I remind myself of Jesus on the cross. Mm. Um, the most spotless lamb, the one who never sinned, the one who never messed up. Like when he stubbed his toe, he didn't even like cuss, you know? Yeah. And um, he probably just started singing. I don't know. And and <laughs> how he was, he was worthy of like sitting in heaven and sitting on his throne. But f- because of his love for us, yeah. he came down from heaven and gave his life on the cross. Like, as people were spitting at him, as people who he created and people who he was dying for were were sinning and and spitting at him and cursing at him, he said, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do." And it's it's that love that reminds me, like, hey, in this moment, what like not just what would Jesus do, but like what is Christ calling me to do in this moment, like. Is he calling me to be passive aggressive? Is he calling me to just shut down and not confront somebody? Or is he calling me to go and pursue this person in love and speak to them? And I think like the the way that I do that is is just remembering Christ on the cross, you know? Right. Um, Cause it's not easy. It's not my natural mm-hmm. bent. And my natural bent is to shut down, to run away, and, um, and to, to just push those feelings away until maybe like two months later when I, I'm over them and I'll talk with them again, you know? Right. Like, but... Um, I choose to pursue people. I choose to love them. I choose to even confront and love, which is, it's hard for me. Like, that's not easy. Yeah. So, um, but something that I'm continually growing in.
0: I love that Jesus' sacrifice is what spurs you to do that. Yeah. Because everything that he suffered and endured, like, true, can't help but make us want to suffer and endure with whatever. It doesn't even compare. Yes. You know, it's like, how can I be... Angry and not loving right now when true. somebody gave me a nasty look when clearly, yeah. like you said, people were spitting on him and on the cross and he yeah. chose to forgive them.
1: Pastor John always says, "I can't stand in the stain of a blood stain or in the shadow of a blood stained cross." And it's like, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. I can't stand on the other side of being radically forgiven and withhold love from other people.
0: Absolutely. So, so good. So Z, how do you walk in truth and love?
1: I think, well. The way that I thought I walked in truth and love was by, um, before I was a Christian, was you know by pursuing people, you know, um, I don't know, trying to make them feel good and laugh and all that stuff and whatever, um, you know, and having these shallow relationships. But on the other side of, you know, um, on the other side of my forgiveness, on the other side of becoming a Christian, uh, pursuing people in truth and love looks like. I, I, in love, pointing out the truth to them, you know, yes. saying like, "Hey, I see this thing, and it's it's a detriment to you. And and I don't I don't want to do this. I don't like confrontation. I right. like everything within inside of me is like cringing right now. But because I love you, I have to say this because mm-hmm. I want to see the best for you. Um, I've got to speak up. And again, that's that's not my natural bent, right? Like, right. like you know it. I, yes. I'm sure some people like who actually know me are like, yeah, Zachary does not like right. confrontation. He would much rather like run the other way." um but it's something that Christ calls me to do it's right. uh, calls me to be someone who like again in love gives truth to people and i think that even comes in preaching sermons and um like when you raise your kids like yeah. pointing out that truth and love being like hey i love you so much but if you continue on this route, it is not going to be good for you. And not in a judgmental way where you're yelling at them, but yeah. but making your kid like realize how much you deeply love them, right? Absolutely. Um, and then at that point, they're like, wow, they actually, my, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, they want the best for me. And I think that's something that all of us can walk away with and thinking, hey, how can I raise my kids? How can I um, have employees and point the truth out and love the the truth and love to them how can i um do this with my family or with my co-workers my I friends i love that
0: it's not easy for you yeah because i think there's so many people who are like well not e- must be easy for them yeah, yeah since they're doing it and i love that it has to become a self like a discipline
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and you have to discipline yourself to do this yeah or else you and your flesh True. would never do this at all
1: oh no i would no i would just go and you know have fun and then when someone's not fun anymore just be like okay cool Deleting you off of Snapchat, (laughs) like, so.
0: Okay. Last question. Okay. You exude love so well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone feels loved when they're in a conversation with you for the most part. It's like, how much of that is a gift and how much of that is something that you actually have to work hard to be?
1: I think a lot of it is, is how I, I, I've had to work hard to be. Um, again, before Jesus, I, I didn't really, I didn't. I didn't hang out with people who, you know, weren't gonna give me something. I didn't love people who weren't loving to me in return. Um, I didn't talk with people who, you know, honestly, like couldn't reciprocate something or give it to me. Right? right. And um, and that like, that's such a lonely way to live, right? Like yeah. I'm only gonna talk to you if you can give me something. I'm only gonna pursue you if, if it's gonna make me look good. And I think like on the other, again, on the other side of, of Christianity um, and pursuing Jesus, it's like, okay, I'm going to love you and I'm going to pursue you and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk with you and yes. yes, I have 14 other things to do, but like right now you are the most important thing and yeah. like I, I want to give you my full attention and that, that's hard for me with my ADHD and everything, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I think that's a way that I do exude love and, you know, choosing to, you know, pursue that person, choosing to like just see them at that moment right? Um, and, and, you know, seek ways to bringing that truth out in love, seek ways to, um, show my love for them and show Jesus' love for them. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So. so do you have some questions for me?
1: I do have some questions for you. Okay. Um, so how do you feel that people show you, um, love best?
0: I think I had to think about this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could give a bunch of like, yeah. su- I mean, superficial like things. Like gifts right? or, yeah. you know, like <laughs>
1: when people make food for me, that's how I feel loved. Like
0: a warm. Pie. when, no. <laughs> when people make
1: a shepherd's pie, like, I'm like, wow. You love me so much
0: because
1: oh, no one knows how to make shepherd's pie.
0: It's delicious.
1: Yeah. It's great. So it's everything you need in one meal. It is it's, in it's amazing. Yes. Okay. But go on question. Sorry.
0: I think it's somebody who is willing to sacrifice and partner in ministry with me. Mm. I think it makes me feel so loved when somebody is as passionate about yeah. Jesus, willing to deny themselves, give up their time, That's good. serve Jesus, and ugh, just live out the great commission. Like that makes me True. feel so loved
1: and I think that's where you make the best friends too right yes. like like I have had s- so many friends but it and and I always have people say like hey I want good Christian friends and it's mm-hmm. like the first, the way that I made those friends was by serving Jesus and whoever was alongside with me, those are my friends. Those are like my brothers and sisters. And, yes. um, yeah, like that's, that's where I've made those friends. So if you're, you know, in this, listen to this podcast, you want some friends, like start serving, like yes. start connecting with those people. Um, yeah, that's so good.
0: Oh, it it, it just makes you feel yes. love, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. Okay. So then that's how other people show you mm-hmm. their love. How do you see God's love? Like, how do you receive God's love, feel it, you know? Um, Ooh. like what's the, what's your favorite thing about that?
0: That's a good, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. I mean, cause he, like you said, he is in the air we breathe. He is yeah, like yeah. All, True. all the time everywhere. Um, I feel the most loved by God, honestly, when I have just screwed up the mm, worst, yeah. when I am so ashamed of myself yes. and I turn to him when I, mm. I could cry, but when I finally, I feel like there's a period where I don't want to face it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to talk about it with God. But then as soon as I turn to him, ah, I'm going to cry. But like when he gives me his grace and yeah. his love, and despite of how awful of a person I am, like, I don't know. I, I just feel so undeserving. Yeah. But so much gratitude for who he is and that characteristic that yeah. it, it's ma- it's matchless. Like there's no one on this planet who meets yes. us like him. Like there's flicks and glimmers of us Christians doing yes. it, but not every time and no, yeah. not the way he does.
1: That's so good. Yeah. I remember one time I was, you know, like legitimately in full rebellion going towards sin. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I I felt like that pull on my heart to pray. And I was like, I I was like, I can't do it right now. But then like, you know, it was like one of those Holy Spirit moments where it's like, this is the moment where you need to pray most, you know, in that moment, like even in the sin, even in that, like that dark moment when you were in full rebellion, you know, because he's there even then. It's not like he's far away. Like,
0: the fact that he is.
1: Yeah. It's so good. Like, his love for us, like, makes me want to cry, you know? Like, even in our darkest sin, even in that moment, he's still there. He like, is. still, like, whispering love and, like, hey, I see you.
0: And there's nothing we could do to get him to love us more. And there's nothing, like, yeah. that we, like, there's nothing we could do to give him his love more, like, good-wise. And yeah. there's nothing we could do sinful-wise that could get him to love us any less. Yes. That's miraculous. Yeah.
1: He knew what he was getting into when he saved us. Yes. Thank
0: you, Z. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I cannot wait to learn more with you in this season. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.